Connection through conversation. Join self-described conversationalist Stacy Heller as she talks with guests about topics and ideas that are sometimes informational, sometimes inspirational, and always entertaining. Don't ask me to talk. From the sublime to the ridiculous. Join me, Stacy Heller. And me, Eric Ryder. As we talk about what's good to watch, read, see, listen to, and more. (laughs) I see what you did there. Oh my gosh. It's a special edition of Stacey Connects and the returning from the grave, Don't Ask Me to Talk. Exactly. I love it. I love that you did that. All of a sudden I was like, wait, record scratch. What just happened? (laughs) So, hey, technically, welcome to... Stacy Connects. I'm Stacy. Uh, I'm joined, of course, today by Eric. I'm very excited. So Stacy Connects is a show about making connections, about asking questions instead of making assumptions, and about uh, my love of engaging with the elephant in any room. Now, I have to say, when you're doing a podcast, you're supposed to talk about things that are evergreen. You're supposed to have it so that you can, you know, you can pick up this podcast at any time and you can listen and it'll it will be relevant. However, how do you do that when you're taping live on Halloween? So it's not going to be evergreen today. It's going to be right. orange. That's, <laughs> I like it. It's just the way it's going to be. Orange and black. Right. Exactly. Um, so as a reminder, thank you. Whether, you listening, whether you're listening live or you listen later, I so much appreciate you listening. Um, maybe today will get you in the mood for Halloween because, as I said, it is Halloween. So happy Halloween. If you would like to call in and chat, feel free to call 425-373-5527. You can also text or leave me a voicemail at 475-999-2726. So as you may have realized, uh, so Eric and I did a podcast a little while back uh, called Don't Ask Me to Talk, and we would talk about random things. And today seems like a perfect time to bring it back. Besides, I miss you being on the show. Oh, well, thank you. Of course. Uh, So I'm going to do sort of a hybrid of what we used to do and what I currently do. Um, There have not been a lot of conversations or observation from the past week because Percy's still missing. So that's a bummer. I'm so sorry to hear that. Um, I do have it on Percy is one of your cats. Yes. Percy is uh, the baby of the three cats. And... um, so that's a bummer. I do have it on good authority from Vicki Draper, who is an animal intuitive, that Percy has not moved to another plane. Percy is still uh, among us, but maybe was snatched up. So it sort of makes me wonder if someone's trafficking my cat, because she told me I live in Issaquah um, on the plateau, and she recommended that I look in like the Kelsey Creek Park neighborhood and put up posters. And I'm like, that seems like, like Percy barely makes it up and down stairs. Like he's very lazy. So the likelihood that Percy managed to somehow hitch a ride that far without help. Um, so, hey, out there, if you're trafficking tuxedo cats, not cool. Um, Percy, if you're listening, please come home. Exactly. Exactly. Oh. And is he um, microchipped? And yes. Okay. Yeah, yes. So. Well, and that's the other thing. Like, and I assume you've checked with like the Humane Society and stuff. Okay, I'm glad you asked. So, when you chip your pet, if somebody brings said pet in, don't they then contact you and say, "Hey, we have your cat"? They should. Right. But sometimes things go haywire. So. 
That's true. It's a good idea to check. Um, you know, when we lost one of our dogs briefly, <laughs> we found her uh, by looking at the website um, uh, for the Humane Society in Tacoma, mm -hmm. and she was posted up there before we got any contact because it was, uh, yeah. I think they still had the old uh person's contact uh, okay yeah so. i did do that i did but then the problem with like doing that and perusing the because we uh got percy from the seattle humane society and the problem with that is then i start like cat shopping and mm. i'm like no, no no we're not looking for a replacement cat <laughs> right, right so anyway so percy come home um and then i am going to new york tomorrow for my sister-in-law sky kim's opening at chase contemporary it is called Allure of the Abyss. And her work is just incredible. She does these large scale paintings and she's really embraced color. There's a whole underworld mythical theme that she has going on right now. The detail is crazy. And I may or may not be also going because at the same gallery at the same time, Bernie Toppin, who's the lyricist uh, with Elton John, mm -hmm. um, he's also having an opening. So, I mean... I'm going to go hobnob. I don't know what to wear <laughs> because I know that if I meet Bernie, he's going to be like, oh, my gosh, you're amazing. I need to write a song about you. <laughs> Not. Of course. Of course. Um, okay. So that's kind of that. Stacyism uh, for this week, it made me think of all of the uh, scary books that I read as a kid or that I read to my kids. And there's one called There's a Monster in the Closet, and it's, you know, a little kid that's afraid to go to bed because there's a monster in the closet, and how ultimately by uh, opening the closet door, getting to know the monster and befriending it, it was like, oh, this isn't so bad. So it seemed to make sense then that my words of advice would be that most monsters don't warrant the fear that we have of them. Mm. Right? Like, I mean, we tend to make things like monsters, uh, much more powerful than they actually are. Yeah. So there's my advice. Do you remember that one, there's a monster at the end of this book? Yes. I think it's Grover. Grover. Right. Totally. <laughs> and then there's the, well, should I spoil it? There's a mirror. And right. it's you. Oh, I forgot about that part. Right? Yes. Yeah, there was a mirror at the end. Okay. And, um, and actually, funny thing about Grover, uh, and scary, because we're going to be talking about Halloween, my daughter, Annie, her single biggest, like, scared thing. And to this day, she is 20-something years old. I'm not going to tell her age because she's not here. Um, she's still scared of it. If I start playing the um, Monster Piece Theater thing for The 39 Stairs, which was based on, like, an Alfred Hitchcock, whatever, and it's Grover walking up these stairs, like, one two, three, like, oh, man, I'm getting so tired. And, like, talking about, like, what's at the end of these stairs? And kept talking about the 39 stairs and whatever. She was terrified of that. Hmm. And so naturally, like any good parent, occasionally I'll play that for her, and she's like, stop, turn it off, turn it off, turn it off. So, you know. Yeah. I'm doing a lot for the therapy business. If all monsters were as nice as Grover, though, I, I think, you know, monster would be a term of endearment rather than right? throwing some shade on somebody. Sort of like what Lady Gaga has done. There you go. Because followers of her are her little monsters. That's right. Well, and weirdly, Annie adored the Count from Sesame Street. 
Like, she had a stuffed animal of the Count, but Grover she was afraid of. Hmm. It's fascinating. Kids she are, did not like flies in her soup. She, she did not like flies in her soup. <laughs> Grover worked part-time <laughs> as a waiter in a fancy restaurant uh-huh. for folks that <laughs> don't get that I, reference. And the businessman that was like had the round face and like yes, I can just right. totally see him. Anyway, uh, I normally take a break here. However, I'm not going to take a break here yet. Um, we're going to talk about Halloween. So happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Um, it is uh, a fascinating holiday that I feel like has just gained momentum, not only in the United States in terms of money spent and time spent. Mm-hmm. But it's it's now it's around the world. Yeah. Now, Eric, do you know where Halloween actually started? Of course I do. (laughs) Halloween was a Celtic holiday and started in Ireland, originally called Samhain. And, uh, you know, and then it kind of uh, transformed a little bit as uh, the Catholic uh, religion kind of took over. Uh, Western Europe. And so a lot of those um, pagan traditions got folded into Christian mm-hmm. traditions. And so uh, All Hallows Eve is uh, the day before All Saints Day or Which is Hallows. It's a holy day of obligation. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, they kind of combine that uh, Samhain celebration uh, with Halloween. Uh, and that's what we've got now. Totally. I love, I was reading uh, the history of Halloween a bit, and it was talking uh, about that Celtic tradition of leaving out food and treats and things like that to placate the spirits. Mm. I was like, oh, I like that. I'm placating the spirits. There you go. Because this is apparently the night that uh, there is the, let's call it the smallest boundary between spirits and like an us. The veil is thinnest, yes. as they say. Yes, that, what you just said. Right. Um, did you know that jack-o'-lanterns also started? Yes. Oh, my God. Of course you know all your Celtic <laughs> but, traditions but and history. Do you know what they were originally made out of? Like squash. No. And... <laughs> no, not squash. Well, like, you know, like potatoes. No, not I, potatoes. I, I have no idea then. Turnips. Oh, turnips. <laughs> they were originally turnips. That's so small. Yeah, but they had some pretty big-sized turnips. But, yeah, comparative to pumpkins, they, yeah, yeah. And if you ever see, like, pictures of the old-school turnip jack-o'-lanterns, which some people still do in Ireland, they're terrifying. Oh, no doubt. (laughs) So much scarier than the pumpkins that we use today because, you know, when people came to the New World, you know, pumpkins were much more abundant and easier to use than turnips, so... I think that was a new world up, uh, upgrade, if you will. I'm sort of freaked out now to look up turn it, turn up jackal. Oh yeah, they're terrifying. I, well, yeah, and and pumpkins are. First of all, I didn't know that pumpkins were a fruit, so I learned that today. Um, and then because of the seed rule. Yeah, I guess so. I yeah. like toasted some pumpkin seeds myself last night, and I got to say they turned out great. Oh, they're so good. Yeah. They're so good. You like, know what the secret is? The salt and pepper. Uh, well, I mean, in the preparation, besides Roasting, the seasoning. Yeah. Uh, using nonstick foil? No. <laughs> <laughs> you boil the seeds in salty water, 
uh, for about 10 minutes, and then you dry them out, and then you roast them. Really? Yeah. Intr- okay, you heard it here first. Wow, I didn't know about the boiling thing. Yeah, yeah. It, it, um, I'm not sure why. I think it just makes them a little bit softer, and then uh, when they uh, roast, they become a little bit crispier. And Which so, I love. Who yeah. doesn't like that? Like that crisp. Right. And another uh, for the seasoning, you can do whatever you want, of course. But uh, I found that uh, Taijin uh, is amazing on them. Oh, that's yeah. like a little spicy. Yeah, yeah. It's the chili lime uh, yeah. stuff. So oh. really good. Okay. You're better at this whole Halloween thing than I am. <laughs> I just discovered this last night, so okay. I can't say that. Okay, so <laughs> this is like not like a little your bit long... of experimenting. Yeah, and I was just like, "Wow, these are better than any of the uh, my failed attempts over the years to make uh, oh. delicious pumpkin seeds." <laughs> Tell me about the drying process. Do you do the whole like stick them on paper towels, but then they're like sticking to the paper towels, or does the boiling stop that? Because you know how they're slimy. Right, right. Well, first you want to try and rinse them, get the, as much like pumpkin debris yes. uh, off as possible. Um, and then when you boil them, that further takes off uh, pumpkin debris. Yes. <laughs> and then when you rinse them uh, or when you put them in a, uh, like a cor- colander yep. yeah, to drain them, um, then by that point, there's really not much pumpkin stuff okay. on them. Because so. drying them was always like... Yeah. Even though I rinsed and rinsed. Well, then the other thing I did is um, we've got a a uh, pizza pan uh, that's got holes in it um, for a real nice uh, even distribution. Yeah, yeah. So I spread them on that and then let them set for a few minutes. And that, like, drained moisture. Then I put them in the oven um, at a low temperature to really dry them out uh, before bringing up the temperature to actually roast them. So. This is like, you're like a one-a-day wonder. <laughs> wow. Who knew? All right. Well, so you win. Um, not that it's a contest or anything. Okay. Do you know what uh, the fear of Halloween is called? There's a fear of Halloween? Yes. I did not know this. Yes. What is this? It is uh, Sam Hynophobia. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> right? I'm like. Because of Saul Wayne. Yeah. Which is spelled S-A-M-H-I-H-A-I-N, I think. Yep. Yeah. And that's exactly that's exactly what it is. So you're saying it right. But I'm like, wow, a fear of how, like, and I, you know, like if it's a phobia, it's a phobia, man. And it's scary. Sure. Wow. I mean, I, I, in a way it makes sense because Halloween's all about the scary side of things. So if you're going to be scared of a holiday... <laughs> it would be silly to be scared of Easter, but Halloween, sure. You got all these the scary things. Bunnies? <laughs> <laughs> like, have you ever seen the bunny at a mall, like, Easter photo setup? Sure. Ooh, that's scary. <laughs> um, all right, let's see. Some other fun facts. Uh, do you know what state produces almost five times more than any other state in pumpkins? Um... I bet it's somewhere where you wouldn't expect. Like, I, for me, I, I would think it would be like Vermont, but I'm going to guess it's probably like California. Illinois. Wow. Okay. I did not, I did not expect Didn't that. see that coming, no. right? Um, do you know what candy corn was originally called? I do know this, but now I'm blanking. 
<laughs> Give me one sec. Um, do, 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 do. Yeah. While you're while you're thinking, I'll tell you that according to some statistic, there's like a candy chart out there. Um, the estimated sales around um, candy sold in 2023 is supposed to be 3.6 billion. That's with the B, folks. Dollars, which is crazy. It's a lot of candy. Um, did you figure it out? Yes. And I, I didn't look it up, but uh, a, a picture of something else reminded me. It was, isn't it like chicken feed? Yep. Yeah. Yes. It is hideous. It is the worst. Well, we'll talk about that because we're going to play a game later. I brought in. I guess I'm one of the few people that actually likes candy corn, so I can't say that it's hideous. I like one or two bites. Well, I'm I'm going to wait cuz I so I brought in candy and what I did is I taped little post-it notes with questions on them and one of them is to talk about candy corn. So if we don't get to it, we'll come around. Right. Um okay, do you know what else today is? As in like so on Don't Ask Me to Talk, we always had like <laughs> right. what what d- national holiday it is, which they were Bizarre, all are random holidays. Exactly. Um so aside from Halloween, would this be every October 31st or yep. just like the in? Okay. I I have no idea. <laughs> so it's many things, but I naturally I picked the ones that amused me. Um, it is also doorbell day. Okay. That makes sense. Tracks, yeah, you need and knock doorbell. knock joke day. That could also work. Which means I have knock knocks for you. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Are you ready? Yes. Knock knock. Who's there? Hans. Hans who? Get your Hans off my candy. <laughs> All right, and then you know I I recently I bring uh, I recently heard about of a tradition of I I believe this is um, St. Louis uh, where like the place, not the saint. Yes, I don't think there's a St. Louis. St. <laughs> Louis, Missouri. The tradition is. When you go to a house, you don't just say trick or treat. You also tell them like a Halloween related joke if you want candy. That's so cool. And I thought, yeah, that's a great idea. I wish everywhere would adopt that. So if we do adopt that, then take note of these jokes because these will be perfect for that. All right. I have another one. Knock, knock. Who's there? Ghosts. Ghosts who? No. Go say boo. Right. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I also looked up who was born today. Um, Peter Jackson, the director. Yeah, the director of The Hobbit and the Lord of the Rings series Mm -hmm. and many, many more films. Mm -hmm. I knew that you would be a big fan. Um, I also picked Larry Mullen Jr., the uh, drummer for U2. Right. Picked uh, him because, you know, he's from Ireland and everything. Happy Saul Wayne. And uh, ironically enough, John Candy. (laughs) <laughs> Perfect. That that's right. Yeah, that's just that's uh, that's mean, the universe lining up in a way. It is so the universe. I mean, it. yeah, you know, normally happy. Rest in peace. Uh, and vanilla ice, <laughs> because really, like, that's kind of scary. Um, and then people that died today: uh, Sean Connery, mm. um, River Phoenix, and it was thirty years ago today. I think, like, obviously it was Halloween, but I mean, it was like thirty years ago. Wow. Which just makes me feel old. Yeah, that does not seem possible that yeah. it was 30 years ago. And then Harry Houdini. Oh, no. Yes. 
it's not it didn't just happen right i know away. i know <laughs> i don't know why i responded like that but i just i didn't think that he, he died on halloween he did. wow and he yeah. died from an appendicitis that was the result yeah. of like him getting someone sucker punched him yeah yeah cuz that was his that was his thing he used to say that uh you know he could take a, a punch from anybody in the gut but <laughs> he had the disclaimer that hey i need time to prepare for this and somebody came backstage and was like, hey, I heard you can take a punch in the gut from anybody. Whack. And punched him before he had time, time to, to prepare. prepare. Yeah. And then he died. Right? Which is a terrible way to go. Terrible. Yeah. Terrible way. Especially I, I as guess, Harry Houdini. Right. So you got to, I'm going to put out the disclaimer that I can't take a punch from anybody. So please. <laughs> Sucker punch. Nobody test me. Or otherwise. Yes. Like well-prepared one or right, whatever. Right, right. All right, let's take a break. And then when we come back, I have our uh, random bowl of tricks and treats. Love All it. Right. Keep listening to Stacey Connects. We'll be right back. Do you feel like you're stuck in a style rut? If so, take the first step on your journey and go to michaelbruceimageconsulting.com. Fill out their simple personal style assessment and schedule a complimentary, no-obligation, 20-minute style consultation. Let the experts help you gain some perspective on your style challenges. Stacy Heller is many things. Entertaining, yet enlightening. She's a talk show host channeling her inner Fallon. Like Winston Wolf, she's a fixer who gets things done with style. Practical, like Dr. Ruth. Stacy isn't afraid of the uncomfortable when searching for answers. She's your biggest fan and sees your potential before you do. Most of all, Stacy Heller is a synapse who can connect impulses and ideas about your business and yourself into possibility. To connect with Stacy, go to stacyconnects.com. Stacy Connects, it's her superpower. Get your daily dose of variety. Alternative Talk, 1150. Hey, welcome back to Stacy Connects. Well, or today, as a special occasion, don't ask me to talk with Eric Back Ryder. from the grave. Exactly. Woo! <laughs> uh, it's a not-so-scary conversation about Halloween, and uh, we're going to play a game that's like trick or treat, which the whole trick or treat thing... I didn't realize that it was a thinly veiled, polite uh, threat. Yeah. Like, give me a treat or I'm going to play a trick. Well, speaking of St. Louis, uh, did you ever see Meet Me in St. Louis? Yes, Judy Garland. Right. Well, in that movie, there's a pretty good illustration of what Halloween used to be in this country, where it was basically kids just running wild and, and creating a big bonfire and basically like just breaking stuff and taking it into, t- into the town square and just burning it uh, and cre- making a big fire and just wreaking havoc. And so the whole kind of way that we got to Halloween at, at this point was uh, towns decided, let's come up with some activities <laughs> that will keep kids engaged and busy on Halloween so that they're not creating havoc. And, uh, you know, a lot of places even back then called it Devil's Night rather yeah, than or, Halloween. Uh, yeah, or Cabbage Night or um, Mischief Night. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, so uh, there was, you know, some people that uh, it said, hey, how about we do a party or a parade? And then, you know, the idea of giving out candy <laughs> to get people, you know, to walk around maybe and get tired out instead of you know, going into like town and going mayhem. nuts. Yes. Oh, gosh. Uh, it became the thing, which, you know, that's that's some good problem solving. Well, and then I recently, uh, and when I say recently, I mean today, read an article about uh, there are some towns that have downright outlawed uh, trick-or-treating for kids of a certain age. Uh, To me, it seems like if if a kid is, you know, regardless of what age they are, if they're, you know, taking all the effort to put on a a costume and go door to door, why wouldn't you give them candy? Who cares? Yeah. Whatever. I always have extra anyway that I'm trying to get rid of so I don't eat it all. Right. Exactly. I don't know. So we'll see. If you're 35 and you want to put on a costume, come to my door. You'll still get candy. There you go. Look at that. Of course, you're not sending out your address, but. No. (laughs) (laughs) But randomly, if they come, they're still going to get candy. In our neighborhood, when uh, there were a whole bunch of families that were, kids were around the same age and we would have a launching point. We would all have pizza and whatever. And the parents then would go to, you know, or the kids would go to each of the houses in the neighborhood. And then there was always the wagon that was full of like a cooler with beer and the dads would take the kids and they'd go out trick-or-treating and the moms would hang out and deal with the rest of the trick-or-treaters and you know and it was sort of like a progressive like you went from house to house and you were hanging out and it was a social opportunity yeah so you know like get creative sounds good all right are you ready yes all right so we have a big basket of candy here and i have uh stuck notes on them so you can pick a random topic which is what we used to do with Don't Ask Me to Talk, which, by the way, you can still find that wherever you listen to your podcasts. And you have uh, one of my favorites, and I think uh, one of the, probably the number one uh, candy on Halloween in the nation now, uh, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Yes. Here. But you picked one, I think, without a thing. No, oh, you, it's you got, got a it? thing. Yeah. All right, what is it? Dun, 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 dun. DIY or store-bought costume? Okay. So now the thing with some of these topics is that there's the your kid answer, like when you were a kid. Right. And then there's your I'm an adult now and I can like if I were to go back and do it or, you know, what I think now. Yeah. So do you have a preference? I think DIY costume is so much more satisfying uh, than shelling out, you know. 80 bucks for a pre-made costume totally um that you wear once <laughs> but didn't you always want the store-bought one sure yeah as but but the thing is that broke me of that is that uh i had some kind of bad <laughs> some bad costumes that were store-bought as a kid and i thought like the ones my mo- mom helped me with were actually way better mm-hmm. than the occasions where i got the and they had really bad costumes when i was a kid they were like all vinyl and they were like you it, it was like a lobster bib rather than but like yeah, full-sized yeah try <laughs> rather than actually trying to look like the person you were portraying or the creature or whatever it would have like a picture of the person or character you were portraying on the vinyl suit rather than you know directly you know try and look like their uh-huh. outfit 
and and that a plastic mask. Okay, so you are old enough for the bad plastic mask. Yeah, that would cut in your face (laughs) with a a rubber strap that would always break. Right, and you wore it over your head like a visor. You basically had to pull it up over your head like you would your sunglasses just so you could see where you were going. And then you would pull it down briefly when you got to a house uh, so they knew who you were. Right. Because the, you know, and the, I'm, okay. And don't so, stick your tongue in that slot. Oh my gosh. For the mouth. Because you totally would, like, cut it. Yes. And then, you're right, I was Cinderella one year. I don't remember really many of mine, but I remember being Cinderella or one of the Disney princesses. Right. And the costume, it was totally like this plastic piece of whatever that reminds me now of the material that a lobster bib is made of. <laughs> I think it was a little thicker than lobster bib material. Yeah, not much. All right. Yeah. So I'm with you, though. Um, but DIY. It, yeah, if you got too close to a uh, jack-o'-lantern, you might have melted. <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure. Um, yeah, I'm a big one for that. I mean, it's amazing how the costume business is just like billions of dollars. Um Charlie, my 21-year-old, decided to go as um, Doc Octopus for Halloween. and These costumes today are so much cooler. They got the built-in muscles and stuff. Well, he did he did DIY. Well, there you go. That's even cooler. And it's like he was looking for, he's like, I need like pool noodles or something. And so I went to uh, Fred Meyer. Mm-hmm. They have everything. And they had uh, like the wire foam that you put over like copper pipes and whatever. Pretty smart. And he fashioned a whole look and he got like the steampunk like glasses and the overcoat and the whole thing. And I was like, this is awesome. I love it. Yeah. That's great. So that's kind of fun. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, Next. Pull another. Yep. Okay. I spent way too much time coming up with questions, by the way. <laughs> Gore or thriller? Okay. Exactly. So I'm talking about scary movies and like assuming that you like scary movies or even if you don't, because I don't really like scary movies. But if I had to pick. Yeah, I I would say I typically don't watch them um, the rest of the year. But when spooky season rolls around, that's when I, you know, cram in like 30 days of uh, watching like spooky movies. Yeah. Okay, so do you like thriller or do you like, and thriller being like suspense, it's not as much the like, you know, blood spatter everywhere. It's like, you know. I I like both. Okay. If I have to choose, then it's thriller, but I will 100% be wearing like a baseball cap over my eyes and I can just listen to those movies and get as much out of it. Like, I'm just like, I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. Yeah. Um, the first horror movie that I ever saw, I was in second grade and I saw it at Deborah McCauley's house. Yep. Still friends with her on Facebook. Um, and she had an older sister and we watched the movie Carrie. You know what? I just watched that two days ago for the first time. And what do you think about that for a second grade girl? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's kind of inappropriate for, right. for kids. Yeah. I was like, what is happening? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. That was traumatizing. And then I think the next movie that I saw that was like, there were others that I would like, people would be watching when I was a teenager. So and would you classify that as a horror movie or as a thriller? Horror. Okay. I mean, all yeah, blood and I, I, yeah, yeah, and there's a supernatural aspect to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, 
and then uh, what was the movie with Kathy Bates and um, Misery? Yes. Like that, that one's a thriller. That's a thriller. Right. And that one also traumatized me. That's the one where I took Pete's baseball cap, put it on and had my head in the popcorn and basically listened to the movie and was like, <laughs> this is enough. I don't I don't know what my deal is. I'm like, I can't. I'm like, nope. So, wow. yeah. Anyway. All right. Next. Unless you have more to add. Well, I was just going to say that, uh, you know. Seeing Carrie for the first time, because I've seen The Shining before, I was like, Stephen King was really working a groove there at that point in time, because it was like, psychic kid. <laughs> right. <laughs> Having trouble. <laughs> they got supernatural powers. And uh, yeah. And then at the end, everything blows up. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and I mean, Stephen King, like, fascinating man, like, lives in Maine. And is he still alive? Yes. Yeah, that's what I thought. I mean, prolific writer, but it's like, oh man, you're you got some stuff going on. <laughs> he wrote about like eight hundred books at that. It, yeah. That year, I think it was crazy. All right, so uh, I've pulled the gummy bears or gold bears uh, from Har- Haribo, which are gummy bears. Yep. Uh, but gummy bears must be like a trademark or something. That, I think so. Yeah. Because these are more than just gold. Um, (laughs) The question is chocolate or fruity slash sour? And I would always go with chocolate, but I do like gummy bears. Yeah, you know, I'm with you. Like Halloween, there's something about the, especially the Reese's that is like, it gets a little melty Mm. because like, you know, your, your fat little kid fist that's been like banging around the candy thing all night the pillowcase and whatever and like it's so good but then it's almost like the next day is like the fruity sour day because it's like a palate cleanser (laughs) 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 well you know and then there's kids that like with nut allergies and stuff i know they have pumpkins out there that are the teal pumpkins so it's like for houses where there's an allergy or like kids can carry a teal pumpkin so that you know and so that you have options for kids that have. That's a good idea. Mm-hmm, um, that have allergies of some kind. And so the fruity, sour type candies are always a uh, fan favorite for them because they can eat those. That's a good point. But I do love those, um, um, the gummy bears. And possibly like the best, there's this whole thing about um, reviews on Amazon and like people write funny ones and possibly the best reviews ever. And I don't think it's still on Amazon. The sugar free. The sugar free. <laughs> like my husband reading that, like he read it like a bedtime story to my adult children and he was crying from the reviews. Yeah. So that's a fun one. And it's true. Sugar free candy kind of jacks you up. I think, by the way, I think the kids that get these uh, from trick-or-treating tonight are going to be very confused why there's post-it notes with these <laughs> conversation starters <laughs> on them. But, uh, it's like, here, here, parents, here's here's some things to talk about. All right. Here's another one here, another Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. And uh, is it okay to repeat costumes, or do you need a new costume every year? Oh. Well, are you an adult? Or are you a kid? If you're a kid. I'm an adult. I mean, (laughs) like, I say if you're an adult, yeah. Like, you're pulling out, like, last year I got a a blow-up inflatable. And um, 
I, I should say neither of us bothered with costumes no. today. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm my usual charming self. Yes. <laughs> um, say. Last year I got an inflatable frame and uh, you put it on your head and you look like the Mona Lisa, like you're sticking your face through it. And so I'm like, if you've got a costume that you can pull out every year, uh, repeat it. Hmm. Like, at least you made the effort. Yeah. And why not? It becomes kind of like your shtick. Like, here I am. Um, but some people get really into it. Yeah. Like, really into it. Like, you see the, like, celebrities. And, you know, I'm like, okay, you have, like, full-on makeup and hair right. and, like, designers making the film costumes. department. Right. Right. Like, oh. <laughs> the makeup department the the film company they work at. Right. Helping them out. Yeah. Like, here's the OG Deadpool costume that you can <laughs> right. borrow for the night. And it's exactly. like, okay, that's, that's not the same. Uh, um, but, I mean... Here's the deal. If you're into it, then no, you always have to do something different. But if you're like not really into it and you're kind of phoning it in, then find a costume that you can pull out every year and then somebody can't say that you're not being festive. Yeah. I I find it tough because um, I've been tempted to repeat costumes that got like good responses. Mm -hmm. Uh, But for some reason, I just feel like, oh, well, people have seen that. They're going to think it's cheating or whatever. I don't know why. I just I, I don't ever repeat costumes but i should because i've got maybe like three or four that i think yeah that that was actually what i wanted it to be and got the response that i wanted it to to be uh as opposed to a whole bunch of other costumes that you know shall not be spoken of again (laughs) maybe you could do a mashup maybe i you know i and i probably this may be controversial but i kind of feel like mashups are cheating um, and I and also like pun based costumes, like serial killer. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I I find those depressing. But I mean, more power to you if you're enjoying them and you you find it fun and you're getting the reaction you want. Right. Just for me, for my own personal taste, I I I don't know why, but I just don't think they're great. <laughs> I will say, um, there is um a I have a group of friends that are part of the networking group that I was in and they had a Halloween party over this past weekend and the insurance guy John um he's awesome if you're ever looking for insurance by the way borderline insurance um the nicest most ethical stand-up guy ever and so would not have expected him to dress but he did and he was wearing like a a suit jacket and a like whatever, and he had like blow torched it, and it was ripped to shreds, and the whole thing. And he was mayhem from the. That's great, right? That's brilliant. I mean, and I bet nobody got it <laughs> except his insurance chumps. Well, <laughs> and you know, and then he had a sign on his back that said, like, you know, if you're tired of mayhem, like, you well, know, you contact like smart. me, blah blah blah. Yeah. But I was like, that's brilliant, Absolutely. and it was so yeah. unexpected for him. That I guess people at the party were like, is he okay? Right. Like, did something happen to him? Was he in an accident? So that's like, yeah. that's clever. I got to say, like, you know, being in an office environment on Halloween is like the most surreal thing. <laughs> I, I mean, it's really weird when you walk past like a conference room and people are full on having like a serious meeting with like videos that they're pointing to and stuff and, and you know, and paperwork and all that. And yeah. then just like you've got a witch just sitting there <laughs> taking part <laughs> in this meeting, <laughs> like right. just with no 
And like, you know, a furry like cat yes, or, that's yeah, like yeah, whatever. In a, yeah. In a onesie. In a and you're like, what? <laughs> it's like, it's just, yeah, it's surreal. It, it's very surreal. All right. So I think we're on the same page about the reusing costumes, um, you know, generally. Like, you know, if you have good ideas, then like don't reuse it. But I'm also like, I'm going to pull out if I have to because I'm not, I don't know that I've ever really been invited to an adult Halloween party. So I feel like I've missed out on... I think I did one time, yeah. So, you know, I'm like, it's a lot of effort to go through. I think definitely it's okay in the same uh, year to wear that same costume to every event <laughs> that you're going yes. to that's Halloween-oriented. Yes. I, I don't think it's fair to expect someone to have five different costumes because they're going to five different things. Right. That's yeah. like asking the bride to wear five different dresses at exactly. her reception. It's yeah. like, no, you don't need that. Maybe right. there should be like a amnesty, like if it's four years later, you can repeat it. I don't know. I think you need to have that conversation with yourself, Eric. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, got another one? Yeah, let, let's let's find another topic here. Kit Kat, my worst costume. Okay. My worst costume. Do you want to go first? Uh, well, do you know yours off the top of your head? Well, I mean, today I'm not wearing any costumes. So. <laughs> well, that doesn't include not making an effort. Well, that's true. Uh, I will say one year I uh, was really stumped for it. And mom uh, helps out when I was a kid with the costumes. And sometimes she had good ideas, sometimes not so great ideas. But one year she wrapped me in toilet paper. <laughs> oh, my gosh. As Tell a mommy. it wasn't raining. No, it wasn't okay. raining. This was Fresno, so it was pretty yeah. dry on Halloween. And uh, I, I, she made me into a mummy out of like Charmin. And then what happened was I ended up TPing the whole neighborhood because the <laughs> toilet paper would just peel right off of me just walking along. So I accidentally, you know, TPed the neighborhood, not on purpose. Uh, and by, you know, the end of trick or treating, I was like a half mummy. <laughs> like mummy pants, basically. Oh my gosh, that's or that's... a mummy shirt. I don't even remember. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right. Um. So that's got to be up there with bad costumes. I mean, yeah, but like you tried. We we tried. You tried. Sure. Um. All right. So I'll have I have two different answers for two different reasons. One is the year that I decided to go as an old lady and put like baby powder and stuff. That in wasn't my hair. this year, right? <laughs> Hey. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's baby powder in my hair. That's why my hair is gray. Right? Same. Um, right? Um I forgot how funny you are. You're very quick. Um and that was a horrible idea. Like I didn't know what to do and I don't know where my mom was and she and she's not listening today, which is why I can say this because like she's not going to call and yell. Um and, like, I put hair stuff in. I mean, it took me, like, days to get it mm-hmm. out. Um, so that was a bad idea. Also, apparently, I offended a whole bunch of neighbors. Um, so know your audience. And then the second one, and mostly because there are some costumes that just don't age well. Like being a gypsy. Mm, and, like, yeah. wearing the skirts and all the jewelry and, like, the headscarf and the whole thing. Like, at the time, it was, like, that was, like, the go-to Right. That and like hobo or people bum. were hobos. Right. <laughs> or they were gypsies. That was the only choices you had. Right. Or the vinyl costume. That was it. Right. Exactly. Or maybe a cowboy. Maybe. Yeah. 
But I feel like it, with a little tweaking, that would still be okay if people said they were a fortune teller from a Renaissance fair, something like that. There like, you go. That's a lot of work, though. Well, you could just say fortune teller, I think, would probably be okay at this point still. That's probably true. Yeah. I mean, you know. All right. So conversely, then, your best costume. Best costume. Um, wow. I, I think I've got like three best costumes that I can't decide. And they were all as adults because wow. my, my kid ones, you know, mom was doing her best. But right. <laughs> they weren't. Right. They weren't all that great. And you were not. We're honest. You were trying to be like a baller on a budget and you right. had siblings. So exactly. like she yes. only had so much time. Yes. Uh, but one year I went as uh, Clark Kent changing into Superman. Um, and I think that was pretty great. I pinned open like my shirt oh. uh, to reveal the Superman logo. So you were like, uh, so I'm midway. like mid changing. I had the okay. tie pinned over my oh. shoulder and I'm wearing a suit basically with the, like a Superman t-shirt underneath basically. That's good. Um, and everybody got that one. Oh, and I had, you know, glasses, glasses too that I took the lenses out of because I didn't need glasses at the time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that was a pretty good one. Um, and another year, do you know the painting, The Son of Man um, by um, Mar- Marguerite? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. With the hat and the apple? With the apple floating yeah. in front of the man's face. Yes. So I... I I created that. I had a. I just happened to have a green, uh, like rubber promotional apple that like you do. <laughs> like I do. <laughs> yeah, it was foam, I think, actually. Uh, and so I attached that to a bowler hat that I had, and uh, again with a suit. Um, and that I thought, dang, that looks great, That's especially good. straight on. Yeah, it it really looked like the painting. And then, like, two people got it. <laughs> and I felt so, so well, disappointed. <laughs> you know what? People were just not um, savvy enough yeah. to get it. Yeah. That's a very specific thing. But that's amazing. Like, that's, that is, I'm like, I have a bowler hat. I could do that. You could. Yeah, it's a great costume. And, uh, you know, I'm like, wow. I, you know, I'm, I, I must be the only person to ever thought of this. And then I look online. Of course, a lot of people had <laughs> done oh, it. But well. And you can me, bob for your own apple. Yeah. And it was things that I was, you know, I just had laying around the house, too, which I always think if you can put together a convincing costume with stuff you got laying around the house, that's like the coolest thing. It's the ultimate DIY. Okay, yeah. what's the third one? You said you came up with three. Um, well, last year I did Shaun of the Dead, and I, <laughs> again, very few people caught it, but I was very happy with how it turned out, okay. you know. Have you seen that movie, Shaun yep. of the Dead? Yep. Yeah. So I I basically dressed as Shaun, and I, nice. I even bought a cricket bat off of Facebook oh Marketplace so that I could have that, you know. And I thought you it turned out great. committed to the bit. I made the name tag for uh, 4E Electronics yep. where Shaun works. Yeah. And spl- splattered myself with fake blood. Um, so I, I thought That's it good. was pretty cool. But again- <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Sean. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's funny. Okay, so my best costume actually is not was not for me. Mm-hmm. This was me living vicariously through my child. So one year, Grace decided that she wanted to be like a Southern Belle or something. And I'm like, all right, we're not going to celebrate antebellum and all this kind of stuff. But she wanted the big dress and the fancy thing. So... I showed her the episode of Carol Burnett where they do the skit about right, right, right. 
um, Gone with the Wind. Brilliant. And so, and Grace was learning to sew at the time. And so she got the whole antebellum dress. And then we found some fabric and a curtain rod. And she wore that. So she was. That's fantastic. Carol Burnett being right. Scarlett O'Hara. And I was like, all right, that's good. And of course, all the parents loved it. The kids hated it because, like, she kept knocking people with the shoulder with the. Uh, curtain rod right <laughs> but i was like grace you can get right to the front and all the adults loved it that totally reminds me of uh of the uh karate kid uh i don't know if you remember that but he goes as a shower yes <laughs> and i just yes. thought like how cumbersome <laughs> that would have been to wear and how annoyed the other party goers would have been getting totally. whacked in the face by daniel son's uh shower I forgot costume. about that yeah and it was like the the thing with the shower curtain yeah yeah like the, the shower rod and everything oh my gosh. And, yeah and the sprout uh, yep. the spout oh my gosh that's funny yeah so so my... if you ever stuck for a costume go you know maybe the karate kid uh as a shower <laughs> yeah i mean it, it's so meta yes right it's like inception or whatever <laughs> okay another one sure Let's keep going. And by the way, I, I got to give the disclaimer that you don't look like an old woman. That was just a joke. No, no. I, <laughs> you yeah. look fabulous, as always. Oh, well, thank so. you. Lies, all lies. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Do you really only take one candy when told? No. No. Next question. <laughs> uh, right? Like, no. You take two. Of course. <laughs> of course. It depends on the candy. And it depends on what time of night. Like, is it right. late into the night? Yes. Yeah. If it's like nine o'clock and there's a bowl still full of candy, you take five, six. Right. Why not? Come on. You're helping them out. And, and that's my Halloween hot take, which apparently <laughs> was the, the next topic. I mean, yeah. Halloween hot takes. Yeah. Like, the thing that it's like, you know, everybody may disagree, but- Here's my thoughts on it. Yeah. Do you have one? Um, yeah. Mine is the whole, like, decorating the house, like, within an inch of its life. Like, I'm, uh, here's some pumpkins. And when the kids were around, we would do jack-o'-lanterns because we wanted the seeds and the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just, I don't really decorate. I mean, I, I used to with the kids. So I don't know if it's an age and stage thing or what it is. But, I mean, people have, like, inflatables and right. the, like, the webbing and all this stuff. And I'm like, that is so much. It's <laughs> so much work and effort. It's like. So much. Yeah. I don't know. And Because I, I, I just think, oh, I'm going to have to take all that down. I'm going to have to put it in storage. Right. I, do I have room for an eight-foot skeleton? I I don't. Well, no, and Got lots of other junk. And and I feel like, like I celebrate Christmas, and so Christmas decorations come out typically like after Thanksgiving, yeah. And that's already another holiday that like I have all this extra ish out for five weeks. I'm like, I don't need a full month of Halloween stuff out. And then in the Pacific Northwest, it rains a lot, right? So then all the stuff gets all wet, and I don't know. So that's my Halloween hot take. I'm with you on that. Uh, My girlfriend did up the decorations this year, and it looks cool. It looks good. So, um, yeah, if somebody else will do them, I'm more than happy to (laughs) to host them. But um, let me ask you this. Do you do a jack-o'-lantern? Do you carve one up, or do you got, like, a pre-cut kind of dealy or, like, a foam? Well, you know what I mean. I do know what you mean, and heck no. (laughs) Non-pumpkin simulac. Yeah, no. 
Uh, absolutely not. So we used to all go to the pumpkin patch. Mm-hmm. Then as the kids got to be teenagers, it was like, okay, let's go to, you know, uh, like QFC and pick up some pumpkins. And even when the kids had gone off to college, they would send us a picture of the jack-o'-lantern face that they wanted carved in. I think this is the first year that we didn't do that. So I got the like the cool ugly pumpkins like the yellow and the white and green and mm-hmm. and whatever. Um and so this is the first year in a really long time we won't have a jack-o'-lantern. But I am all about real jack-o'-lanterns put in the effort. They have the wonky triangle eyes and right. the teeth that are coming out and like they're they look like they were done by a kindergartner with raging ADHD. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. Um, I I was feeling, I guess I'm just feeling uninspired this year when it comes to Halloween because uh, clearly I didn't bother with a costume. <laughs> and I I actually got a, a, a pumpkin and, and um, started to carve it and I got all the goop out and I did, you know, the seeds, like mm-hmm. I said. Uh, but I basically it sat there hollow for like two days Two, three days, actually, <laughs> with no design on it whatsoever. And I could not come up with what I wanted to do uh, for the pumpkin. So finally last night, I just carved some eyes and uh, a little mouth, and there you go. that's it. And it, it's fine. It looks fine. But well, and it's cute just that totally way. uninspired. I, well, and I know that they have the things that you can trace, and you can do all these intricate designs. And I'm like, you know what? I got time for that. Yes. I don't really have time for that. And I don't know, it's kind of cute when the kids would send their various like pictures and that kind of thing. And I will tell you, one year I waited way too long and the pumpkin, the jack-o'-lantern basically caved in on itself. It fell into the dirt next to the walkway. And the next year I had myself pumpkins and had a full-on pumpkin patch and had five pumpkins grow from that. So... Hey, guess what comes from hey, pumpkin seeds? Pumpkins are getting expensive these yeah, days. So, right? Yeah. <laughs> I was That's like, smart. Yeah. All right. Do we have time for one more question? I think we do. Let's let's dig deep. Uh, let's dig deep and <laughs> find one more, uh, right? an actual topic on it. Jack o' lantern, or I think we just oh, covered this. We did for that one. one. Let's see. Great minds. My best costume. We talked. We about. talked about that. <laughs> like we've talked about these things without even realizing it. Uh, superstitions. Oh. Writings on the wall. Right? Black cats, which ironically, black cats are my type. Mm. Tuxedos, or even all black. Right. Um, And, you know, it's like, it's the night of all those superstitions about witches and like supposedly, um, I was chatting with my friend Stacy earlier today. You know Stacy Harris. Sure. And she was saying that... um. She was reading about some of these, and apparently, if you wear your clothes inside out, um, then you like you might see a witch at midnight or something. What? Which I was like, well, that's just like Pete leaning over in bed and being like, "Oh, hey, Stace." Like, <laughs> I've like, never heard that one. I hadn't either, but apparently, that's a thing. All right. Well, look out, crisscross. Right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> or no, they wore them backwards. Sorry. Yeah, they were just inside out. They. <laughs> Who had their clothes inside out? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. But, yeah. I, yeah, it's weird. Um, okay. In our last minute here, one of the ones that I had in there was sexy with a blank line to mm-hmm. see how many stupid sexy costumes there are out there. A to gazillion. Go back and forth. Um, do we have any time left? Yeah. 
All right. We got like 45 seconds. So. All right. So, witch. Sexy witch. Cat. Sexy cat. Police person. Sexy police person. <laughs> uh, fire person. Nurse. Doctor. Uh-huh. Um, bunny. Essentially, if you can think about it, think of it, there's a sexy version of it. Right. Like Little Ho Peep. <laughs> and on that note, hey everybody, have a happy Halloween. Eric, thank you so much for uh, recreating our Don't Ask Me to Talk uh, show. I had such a good time. Happy Halloween, everyone. Um, enjoy. Watch out for razors in your candy. Just urban kidding. legend. Urban legend. It's an urban legend. That's right. They right. T- talk about superstitions. <laughs> we'll see you next week.